Welcome to episode 61 of the official Average Boy Podcast. I'm Jesse, editor of Focus on the Family Clubhouse Magazine. And I'm Bob Smiley, a.k.a. Average Boy, a.k.a. the great grunting, graceful gardener, grower of glee. <laughs> okay, what a grand, gorgeous, gifted uh, game you've given yourself. I meant to say name, but... I couldn't think of a G word that means name. <laughs> well, good gentle guess at a glance there, uh, Gessie. <laughs> hey, actually, that actually works because your name is Jesse, but you were guessing at a G word, so <laughs> so you're Gessie. <laughs> anyway, anyway, while you're gathering your thoughts for G words, hey, would you like a carrot? Wow, yeah, these look really fresh. Yeah, wait a minute, how do you know they're fresh? Well, there's still dirt on them. Did you grow these yourself? Because I'm guessing you did, based on that new nickname you gave yourself, being a, a gleeful gardener. <laughs> You're right on the nose there, Gessie. <laughs> I actually did. I, I brought them in today because I have a story behind how I grew them. Well, it wouldn't be an Average Boy podcast without an Average Boy adventure to share. Uh, were you growing them to make gold soup? I <laughs> Wait a minute, gold soup? No, why, why would you think... How do you even make gold soup? Well, you put in 14 carrots. Uh, Okay. All right. I'm going to say something that most of our listeners say when you tell a Jesse joke, okay? I don't get it at all. Well, you see, a carrot with a K is a measurement of gold, and it just has a different spelling than the carrots we eat. So one carrot is equal to one twenty-fourth part of pure gold. So to make gold soup, you have to put in 14 carrots. You know what? Welcome to episode 62 of the official Average Boy podcast. Wait, hold on, Sm- hold on. We need to finish up episode 61 first. So I promise I won't tell any more Jesse jokes about carrots. Uh, well, except this one. What did one snowman say to the other? Uh, let it go, Jesse. <laughs> <laughs> that's, uh, yeah, that's a good one. Uh, no, no, no. Um, one snowman said to the other, do you smell carrots? <laughs> Okay, now that's a better joke. Well, I'm glad you liked it because I really want to hear your story. Oh, okay. Uh, It all started in science class. My science teacher told us our big homework project would be to grow some kind of plant over the next month. I knew it was going to be an easy grade. Well, what made you think that it'd be easy to get a good grade? Well, you know, weeds are plants, and my dad grows weeds in our yard all the time without even trying. So I plan to grow weeds. Using scientific observation, it seems the trick to growing weeds is to lie on the couch and do nothing at all. And I'm really great at that. (laughs) Well, I don't think that's what your teacher was wanting when she made the assignment. Actually, it turns out you're right, Jesse. My teacher corrected me. When she saw the big grin on my face, Right after she told us the assignment, she asked why I was smiling so big. (laughs) What did you say? Actually, I didn't say anything at first because I was thinking how easy the assignment was going to be. And and then she said, Bob, are you paying attention? And so right away, I tried to assure, like, I said, yes, Miss Brown, I always listen to everything you say. My mind is a steel trap. Well, I'm sure that helped. Actually, not really. Uh, Mainly because my science teacher's name isn't Miss Brown. Turns out it's Miss Hinkle. 
So maybe she had a point that I didn't pay attention all the time. Uh, she even said my steel trap <laughs> was a little rusty. <laughs> I like Mrs. Hinkle. You know, Mrs. Brown is your music teacher. I know that because you wrote about her in your new book, Average Boys Above Average Year. You had a few really funny stories about music class in there, if I remember correctly. Oh, you know what? I think I did write some funny stories about Miss Brown's class in my new book, uh, Average Boys Above Average Year. That's coming out soon. But you know what? Just to be sure, everyone listening right now should buy the new book when it comes out and then let us know if Jesse's remembering it correctly. <laughs> Good promotion there, Bob. <laughs> Thanks. Couldn't do it without you, Jesse. Okay, let's continue with your story. So you had to grow some plants. Uh, did you start by burying all your money in the dirt? Why would I bury all my money in the dirt? Well, because plants grow better in rich soil. Ah, oh, come on. Oh, wait a minute. Hang on. I thought you promised that you weren't going to tell any more Jesse jokes. I mean, didn't we do a podcast about lying, Jesse? Yeah. Well, what I said was I wouldn't tell any more Jesse jokes about carrots. And uh, that one was about dirt. Ah, oh, come on. Well... That was a dirty trick, but you got me. Anyway, Miss Hinkle told me that weeds wouldn't count for the assignment. Uh, she then let us pick out seeds that a local store had donated for the project. Uh, so I went up, I picked out carrot seeds <laughs> so I could make a joke. Let me guess, you said you wanted to make gold soup? No, not at all. I decided to go with a joke that was funny. <laughs> What happened was Sarah, Donnie, and I, we got to pick first. So we walked up to the desk where all the seeds were laid out, and I said, Oh, I can see clearly that carrot seeds would be the best seeds to pick. <laughs> oh, because carrots help you see better. Uh, well, did Sarah and Donnie laugh? They should start laughing any moment now. <laughs> well, so uh, what kind of soil did you end up planting them in? Okay, this is where the story gets really good. I planted them in my neighbor's soil. You know, Mr. Pavado, he has a garden and he loves it when I visit him. So when I got home, I went next door and I asked him if he had helped me plant the carrot seeds in his garden. Okay, let's explain for our new listeners. Uh, Mr. Pavado is an older gentleman who raises chickens and has a really nice garden. <laughs> So, was he excited to see you? Well, you know, Mr. Pavado, he has a funny way of showing excitement. How so? He doesn't ever show it. I think he actually likes to hide his excitement, but I know deep down that he really loves it when I come over. So, I walked up, I knocked on his door, he opened it, he groaned, and then he said, Why are you here? See, he's really good at hiding all that excitement. He he is good, but, you know, it doesn't really sound like he was excited. It sort of sounds like, Bob, that he didn't want you oh, to... Oh, you know what? I hate to cut you off, Jesse. I'm so sorry, but I've got to keep the story going. Trust me, he was very excited, okay? This is my story. Uh, anyway, I quickly told him I needed help with my school project. He actually looked shocked when I said that. Oh, so he was shocked that you were asking for his help? He actually said he was shocked that I hadn't flunked out of school yet. You know... It Mr. Pavado's always cracking jokes. I told him I was actually smarter than I looked, and he laughed and said that I'd have to be. I actually don't know what he meant by that. Anyway, I showed Mr. Pavado the bag of carrot seeds, and I told him I needed to plant them and journal their growth for the next month or so. You know, we've talked about this on past podcasts, uh, but God likes us to seek wisdom from others. And it sounds like Mr. Pavado definitely has a lot of wisdom to share about gardening. 
So did you guys go out back and start planting? Well, not really at first. Y you see, Mr. Pavado, he grabbed the bag of seeds out of my hand, and he said, All right, see you in a month, kiddo. And then he just slammed the door. Wow. He is really good at hiding that excitement, isn't he? <laughs> he was, but you know what he was doing? He was actually testing me. Like, I couldn't let Mr. Pavado grow the carrots by himself, you know? That would be taking credit for someone else's work, and it would actually be lying and cheating, you know? It, 2 Corinthians chapter 8, verse 21 says, For we are taking pains to do what is right, not only in the eyes of the Lord, but also in the eyes of man. You see, you should never cheat or lie about anything. You need to let your yes be yes and your no be no and plant your own carrot seeds. I, I think that's actually a verse in the Bible as well. You're not sure about the carrot seeds one, but that last one from 2 Corinthians, that's a great one. You know, Proverbs chapter 10 verse 9 also touches a little bit on that, and it says, Whoever walks in integrity walks securely, but whoever makes his way crooked will be found out. You know, integrity means doing what we say and saying what we mean, and God always wants us to do our best and to always be honest at school, at home, really everywhere. That is absolutely correct, and this was an opportunity to do the right thing. So I knocked on Mr. Pavado's door, he opened it, and he actually said, I can't talk right now. I have to plant some carrots for a nosy kid that comes over way too often. <laughs> like I said, Mr. Pavado is pretty funny. But I could tell that he was impressed that I passed his test. So we went back to his garden, and that's when I realized Miss Hinkle was a great teacher. I learned so much just planting the carrot seeds. Mm, like, what are some of the things you learned? Well, uh, Mr. Pavado showed me how to plant the seeds in a straight line using a string strung along the ground. Uh, he taught me that carrots grow in shallow soil. I actually wish he would have taught me that quicker. You know, if he would have, maybe I wouldn't have dug that first hole so deep. Of course, then I wouldn't have learned how to fix a broken water pipe. So, actually, maybe it was a good thing. Oh, no. I bet Mr. Palvado didn't have a hard time hiding his excitement when your shovel broke his water pipe. He actually was pretty cool about it. Uh, we fixed it quickly, and the escaping water actually made the dirt easier to dig the rest of the holes. It sounds like you were learning a lot of things. Oh, I was. Mr. Pavado taught me how far apart to plant the seeds, and he taught me... Oh, he taught me not to look directly into the garden hose in case some old guy suddenly turns on the water. Actually, that was more of a demonstration. But he did loan me a towel after he was done laughing. <laughs> He's the best. Oh, uh, before you finish your story, I want to share a strange question we got from a listener, and, and I'm wondering what your answer would be. Oh, I love getting questions from listeners, and the stranger the better. Okay, Jesse, what's the question? All right, William asked, what do you think it would be like if Christmas trees could walk? <laughs> <laughs> okay, wow, that is a strange question. Okay, uh, let me think. Of it. If Christmas trees could walk, well, first of all, it would be annoying because you'd have to keep moving the Christmas gifts around just to keep them under the tree. Um, oh, but of course, it would be easy to find a walking Christmas tree because you could hear their ornaments jingling. <laughs> See? Yeah, I knew you'd have a good answer. <laughs> Thanks, Jesse. And you know what? As long as we're sharing questions from listeners, I got a really serious one. Um, well, actually, sort of serious. Uh, you want to hear it? Yeah, let's hear it. Okay. Jasmine wrote, one of my friends sometimes lies, so I never know if she is lying to me or not. 
And then she said, what should I do? Wow. You know, that's a great question. But why did you say it was only sort of serious? Oh, because she also asked what my favorite Australian animal was. She said hers is a fairy penguin. Oh, man, those little penguins are so cute. You know, I think they're only about a foot tall. You know, I like koala bears when it comes to Australian animals because they're not bears at all. But maybe you can answer both those questions. Oh, I can, actually. Uh, all right, I like the marsupial mole. Uh, it's really cool looking, and it spends most of its life living underground, unaware of anything around it. You know, it's kind of like somebody that plays Minecraft. And for the second question, I feel like we've kind of already sort of answered that, but here's the deal. God wants us to always be honest. You know, Proverbs chapter 12, verse 22 says, lying lips are an abomination to the Lord, but those who act faithfully are his delight. You know, Jasmine, I I don't know if your friend is a Christian. Hopefully she is. So maybe just share that scripture with her and then remind her that if you can't trust her, then she's not really a good friend. Wow. Uh, I don't think I could have answered that any better. Good job, A.B. Oh, thanks, Jesse. Yeah, we learned about marsupial moles in school. They're really cool. They're tiny and they're... Yeah, no, 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 no. I meant that that honesty part. Well, never mind. Let's let's get back and hear the rest of your story. Oh, oh yeah, my story. Okay, so I checked on the carrots every single day. Like, even when Mr. Pavido pretended not to be home, uh, the carrots started sprouting out of the ground, and pretty soon we had a really nice crop. And I was journaling everything. I was writing it all down. Finally, the day came to pull the carrots up and finish my journal. Mr. Pavido was actually smiling when he opened the door, and he seemed really excited that I was there. Wow, so he wasn't hiding his excitement this time. No, but I found out why pretty quickly. I grabbed the first carrot top and I pulled. Out came a dirty sock tied to the carrot top. What? I I didn't, yeah, I didn't, I, I went to the next one and I pulled up. This one had a rusty can on it. The third carrot top that I pulled up had a jalapeno pepper tied to it. Okay, I'm totally lost. Yeah, I was too until Mr. Pavido, he just burst out laughing. I looked over at him and he was like, I can't wait to read your journal. And then he actually told me what was going on. He admitted to pulling up the real carrots before I got over there and planting random objects in their place. Like I said, Mr. Pavido, he's pretty hilarious. He is. I also think it's a great way to end today's official Average Boy podcast, a presentation of Focus on the Family. If you haven't heard our other podcasts, you can go back and listen to all of them at averageboy.org. At that website, you can also find links to subscribe to Focus on the Family Clubhouse magazine where you can read a new Adventures of Average Boy story every month. And you can also click on the link to the Focus Store to buy Average Boys devotional books, Devotions for Super Average Kids, books one and two. They're filled with advice, biblical wisdom, and huge laughs. And be on the lookout for my new book, Average Boys Above Average Year, which actually comes out in March. But you can pre-order it now. There are lots of big laughs in there, too. Speaking of laughs, we'd love to hear more of your jokes or questions. You can message us at averageboy.org by clicking on the Ask Average Boy link, or you can call us and leave a message at 1-888-465-6595. Now, just make sure you get your parents' permission before you call. You can leave a comment there and you know, leave maybe your, your name uh, and, and where you're from, because we might use that on a future podcast. Well, thanks for listening, everyone. I'm Bob. And I'm Jesse, telling you, don't be average. Be super average. Hey, uh, Jesse, <laughs> I'd wash that carrot before you bought into it. He's average.